0: Let's revisit our top story. Uh, Today, uh, during question period, things were quite chippy. The BC Liberal opposition went after the NDP government for allowing dispensaries to open in defiance of federal uh, legislation. In the past few years, we are seeing more and more magic mushroom dispensaries uh, popping up around Vancouver. And some some say the movement is just getting started. Um, In many ways, following the game plan of the cannabis Industry at one time where they opened up shops uh, in Vancouver and many other communities. They were not legal. They're in a legal gray area. And eventually cannabis was legalized in many fields now uh, with magic uh, magic mushrooms. The same thing is happening. You're, you're seeing these dispensaries um, opening up in Vancouver and many other communities, by the way, across the country. The issue was brought up today by uh, the B.C. Liberal opposition, specifically Eleanor Sterko, Liberal MLA for Surrey South. And she joins us now. Eleanor, thank you for joining us.
1: Oh, hi, Jazz. Thanks for having me on.
0: Why the concern today? Some would say, look, this is a municipal issue. Municipalities are responsible for uh, uh, the business license, not the NDP. What do you say to the argument?
1: Well, first of all, one of the things that we brought up wasn't just about the fact that there are um, companies right now distributing you know, still drugs that are not decriminalized in British Columbia. But one of the issues that came up first and foremost was that a license had been granted for um, the manufacture of cocaine in in British Columbia with sort of the inference that they were preparing to actually uh, be distributing cocaine in British Columbia. So, I mean, for us, that's a, a huge concern. It's not something that had been discussed through the um, agreement to look, go forward with decriminalization. And and we do have to be mindful. Yes, as you said, there's been um, you know sort of an evolution into the legalization of marijuana and the role of that in British Columbia. But we have not um, come anywhere close to agreeing in any way, shape or form that we would legalize hard drugs. And it's very clear in the decriminalization legislation that that is not the intent intent at all of, of this um, pilot.
0: Now, in regards to that, uh, the first point you made, I think that was specifically in regards to a press release sent out by a company called Adastra. Uh, my understanding it is that license was given to them by the federal government. It was licensed to sell cocaine to accredited labor- laboratories for research purposes. It's not going to be uh, cocaine that's going to be sold out on the street, number one. And I think Mr. Eby did say um, that um, he is concerned at this particular point. He's going to bring up the issue with Ottawa. But I do want to clarify, and please tell me if you think I'm wrong here, but isn't that the the commercialization of cocaine is actually for laboratories for research purposes and not to be sold out on the street?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you that my interpretation of looking at that press release, actually, and the way that they talk about positioning themselves um, to provide safe supply and Mm -hmm. referencing our decriminalization to me is an indication that it is uh, an intent to distribute safe supply of cocaine in British Columbia. It doesn't actually reference um, just supplying that cocaine to laboratories for testing, but also talks about our safe supply. And they said they're positioning themselves basically to benefit um, to be able to provide uh, cocaine to British Columbians.
0: If they, if they would be allowed to. They're not allowed at this point, but if they would be. Uh, let's just touch on the other issue. You brought up the issue of Mr. Larson, Dana Larson, who has um, uh, been quite high profile in regards to uh, opening up these dispensaries. And I say it is a legal gray area, and many feel, feel that this is the way, this is the game plan for some of these folks who are selling these magic mushrooms. I did ask Mr. Larson earlier today specifically about uh, uh, the issue that you brought up in question period. Uh, take a listen to his response.
1: don't really care what they're what they're saying we're going to continue to operate we're going to try to open more locations and encourage others to do that as well I'm certainly not the only guy Uh, running uh, psychedelic or marijuana uh, mushroom shops in Vancouver. Uh, And, uh, yeah, we're going to encourage others to do the same thing and uh, continue to expand. Uh, This is a mission for me to end the war on drugs and provide safe access to these substances. And, you know, there's a lot of people who find that access to psychedelics can actually help them reduce use of other substances. There's a lot of research and activity around using mushrooms and LSD and other psychedelics to help people gain a better understanding of themselves to change... Addictive habitual behaviors, and a lot of people find they're able to reduce or eliminate
0: other drug use uh, through the use of
1: psychedelics, like the ones that we make available.
0: Mister um, uh, Co, do you think what what Mister Larson is saying here should the focus not be on municipalities, though, to say, wait a minute, here you're responsible for municipal police in the case of Vancouver, uh, you have uh, bylaw enforcement that you should be cracking down on this uh, because it is a gray area. It's not legal, as you have said. It is
1: not a gray area, actually, Jazz. I'm going to to you there because one of the important things that we have to do whether we're in the opposition or whether we're in the government is that we need to remain clear that there are harms associated to drug use just like these you know so-called safe supply there really is no safe supply it is publicly supplied addictive drugs Mm -hmm. that can still cause harms and when we're talking about things like psilocybin and it's not really just the psilocybin but uh, Mr. Larson is also selling Coca leaves, which is still prohibited under Canadian law, and is still considered drug trafficking. It's not a gray area. So why is I think it that we need to be clear that this government should be ensuring? You know, Minister Farnworth has a responsibility to maintain public safety. And if municipalities are not upholding um, their responsibility, well, then the minister needs to look into that.
0: So do you think just because the city of Vancouver is not doing its job, it's it's the minister's response? Or do you think you should be focusing, even with your profile, with, with your position as elected official, should you not be uh, highlighting Vancouver's inability and other perhaps municipalities in the metro Vancouver area of not responding? You have a business license issue, you have a policing issue, you have bylaw issues. Mr. Farnworth isn't responsible for that. That's the local side. Should you not be pushing them? Right.
1: Well, Jazz, I'm going to disagree with your characterization
0: there.
1: <laughs> I, I am doing my job. I, I know. Don't I'm not saying you're
0: not doing your job. I'm saying no, should but, you be focusing but, on the cities mm-hmm. rather than the, the Victoria?
1: Well, you asked me if I thought it should be one of my jobs to sort of pinpoint this problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not the public safety minister. I'm actually the addictions, mental health and recovery critic and education Um, And yes, I have background as a police officer, which, you know, helps me to understand some of the complex issues surrounding the enforcement aspect of um, decriminalization. But, you know, the minister has a responsibility. It is the government's responsibility to ensure public safety. And there are really no gray areas. The, The decriminalization legislation is clear. The agreement is clear. And Trafficking of substances in British Columbia remains illegal. And, you know, to make sure that we are protecting members of the public, we have to be upholding that agreement that we have with the federal government because we don't want to have any, you know, inadvertent accidents or to be sending the wrong message to people. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, is that illicit drugs, even publicly supplied drugs, are still not safe. Mm -hmm. And we have to be mindful and very cautious about moving forward. And we we just can't allow a free-for-all. And I, I do actually believe that we need to ensure that whether it's Vancouver, my hometown of Surrey, or whether it's any other city in British Columbia, we need to make sure that we're upholding Um, our obligations to British Columbians to uh, enforce the law.
0: Eleanor, we've run out of time. I'm going to uh, make some time, hopefully, next week, and we can bring you in studio. We can have this broader conversation. Really appreciate you making time for us. Thank you so much.
1: I would love it, (laughs) Todd. I know you you would.
0: (laughs) Look forward to the conversation. That's Eleanor Sturko, Liberal MLA for Surrey South.